Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with your wonderful Lord. Grab your Bible. We're going to look at Colossians 3, verses 19 and 21. What does a Christ-like husband and father look like? The Bible says, Husbands, love your wives. Be not bitter against them. Fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. What is a husband? What does a Christ-like husband and father look like? What is a husband's God-given role in the family? What will a husband or a dad be responsible for when he stands before Christ someday? How would you describe the heart of a man who can confidently kneel before God someday, knowing that by God's grace and strength, he fulfilled his role as a Christ-like father and husband? Now, if you're a teen guy, here's a biblical goal for you to pursue. If you're a teen girl, you know what kind of husband to pray for. If you're a husband or a father, this is a good reminder. If you're a wife, be thankful for the husband God gave you. Husbands, love your wives. Be not bitter against them. Men are to treat their wives with tender love and not with harsh bitterness. What is love? Is a man's love for football or pizza the same kind of love he should have for his wife? Obviously, no. Is love just a fuzzy feeling, some bright lights and shooting stars? Paul clearly explains how a husband is to love his wife in Ephesians 5.25. Husbands, love your wives as Christ also loved the church. Clearly stated, men should love their wives just like God loves them. If godly husbands would learn to love like God loves, whoa, our churches would begin to fill with godly families and young sons would learn how to love their future wives just by watching their dads. God's love is an unconditional love. But God commended his love toward us in that while we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. He loves us with no strings attached. He does not love because of our obedience or submission or performance. He just loves his wife because she is his. She does not have to earn his love, just as we cannot earn God's love, unconditional love. Now, God loves us with an unquestioned love. John 3.16, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. A wife should never have to question whether or not her husband loves her. God's love is an unselfish love. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. Husbands should unselfishly love their wives. Is a wife on earth just to meet her husband's need, or is the husband to serve her and meet her needs? A Christ-like husband seeks to make his wife successful as a wife, as a mom, as a friend, and as a child of God. God loves us with an uninterrupted love. Romans 8, 38, I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, principalities, powers, things present, things to come, heights, depth, or any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. What interrupts a man's love for his wife? A football season? A hunting season? A bigger paycheck? Parents? In-laws? A video? An online affair? A wife should have the confidence that there is absolutely nothing that could ever separate them from the love of their husbands. Now, God loves us with an unending love. I love this from John 13, 1. Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that he should depart out of the world unto his father, having loved his own, which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. Commitments are not based on convenience or contentment. Commitments are not glued together with infatuation, but intimacy, and that takes time. Never look for a way out, guys. Look for ways to rekindle the fires of true love. Then it also says, fathers, provoke not your children to anger, 
Dads are not supposed to aggravate or exasperate their kids or teens. You know, the word provoke means to stir up, to excite or stimulate. This is normally done through contentious quarreling and arguing. Most dads not want to exasperate their kids, but they end up doing it anyway. Their goals are fine, but they struggle with the way they communicate those goals. Some give unrealistic demands and the kids think, I can't do that. Some demand perfection. The kid thinks my best is not good enough. Some dads have constant criticism and no praise. And the kids think I can't please him, so why try? And then others, there's the fear factor. "Uh Uh-oh, dad's mad again. What did I do wrong this time? The phrase, lest they be discouraged. This phrase describes children or teens who have lost their heart, their passion and feeling. They just don't care anymore. Sadly to say, some dads are often the major cause of the apathy in young people today. To discourage means to diss their courage, literally to rip the courage right out of their hearts. Parents can encourage their families by submitting to their God-given roles. When husbands enthusiastically love and wives lovingly submit and children willingly obey, no one in the home is discouraged, only encouraged. If you are a husband, love your wife. If you're a dad, encourage your kids. That's what Christ-like dads and husbands do. Well, our time's up. But remember, this is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And if you want more information about the Wilds Christian Camp or the Wilds New England or some of the help books that I've written, simply log on to randhumble.com. And I hope that you have a good day.